Welcome to the show, Bronson. Oh, thank you for having me here, Destiny. It's such an honor to be talking to you guys today. Yeah, we're so glad that you agreed to this interview. Um, So our listeners want to know, and we want to know, can you just tell us a little bit about your journey to where you are in life and how you might have overcame some difficulties that um, came up in your life? Of course. Uh, First of all, to everybody listening, my name is Bronson Layton. I am a fifth-year student here at JSU. I am majoring in English, and uh, my story from up to this point, it's a lot to take in, especially about overcoming difficulties. Um, I am from Ragland, Alabama. It's a very small town here in this state, and ordinarily you would think that not a lot of people would be known from small towns. But I think as of today, we're proving that that's wrong. Am I right? Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, um, where I went to school in Ragland, I was always, ironically, the quiet kid. I wasn't always as outgoing as you see me uh, right now, but um, I've been through some events in my development that have in a way forced me but also nurtured me into becoming more confident if that makes sense Mm -hmm. um in fourth grade i discovered a writing ability and uh, because i was always quiet that i had my head in the clouds what i did was uh, one day i just started writing my own superhero stories on paper i would spend (laughs) like eight hours at school every day between assignments, just writing down my thoughts on uh, front and back, six pieces of paper for one story. Wow. And then at some point by fifth grade, um, I turned a story in as an assignment. And the teacher was like so impressed with my use of SAT vocabulary, Mm -hmm. she was like, Bronson, I don't want to put you in a rough spot, but would you be willing to read this to the whole class? Oh, yeah. That's cool. I had a shaky voice (laughs) during that time, so I started reading to the class, and unexpectedly, it became more and more common. The students were like, hey, could you write another one for us? Oh. And every week, my teacher... Like, by Friday afternoon, she would have me stand up in front of the whole class. Bronson's got a new story to share with us. And so I read him some uh, comic stories of my own. And that went on for three years. Wow. Wow. Three years. I have goosebumps. That is so awesome. You know, teachers have such a big impact on our life. And especially when they encourage the talents that you have. Um, Like you said, doing it after you finish your other assignments. You know, some kids color. But you definitely put your talents um to the works and i'm i'm so glad that she let you read that to the class that definitely helps you understand you know something that you're good at and enjoy it. especially speaking in front of other people you know that's such a great skill to have and you're you're so good like coming in and talking to us before we started this interview you're just so outgoing and loving i just i love it i'm so glad that the teacher did that for you i really appreciate that because that that means an awful lot for someone who once you know was like other students well you know how at one point in our lives we're all just 
thinking to ourselves, this can't be done. How am I the person for the job? But then you take the chance and you'd be amazed at what the outcome is. Mm-hmm. The wake-up call. The wake yeah, up call. Exactly. That's exactly. it. That's what we wanted to do this podcast for, so other people can realize you can overcome those things in your life and have that wake-up call and realize I can do it. Um, so another thing that we were wondering about, you know, in high school, especially my high school, I went to Jacksonville High School right down the road. They have such um, an amazing class for students that have disabilities, no matter what it is, they're all in that one class. And I tell you, I walked into that class and that is the happiest classroom I've ever seen. I just, I love those kids. Um, And so I don't know how your high school experience was. Maybe you could talk about that, but I know transitioning from high school where you have a lot of um, one-on-one support with that and moving to college where you're sort of more of on your own. Could you just shine a light on that to us? I know being, um, like me transitioning from high school to college, I was like, okay, I'm excited. You know, I'm a little bit more on my own becoming an adult. That's exciting. But, you know, for you using, um, I believe it's JSU support staff is DSS, correct? Uh, Yes, ma'am. Yes. So could you tell us a little bit about that, how JSU does with that program um, and how you might've overcame something that, you know, you were kind of nervous about transitioning to college? Of course. Um, well, by the time I graduated from high school and entered college life, I was like living a sheltered life before I came here. Mm-hmm. All it was was just going to school, going home, and doing some errands. But by the time I came here, I got to admit, I was going through the most overwhelming case of culture shock in my life. Yeah. Because <laughs> how do you go? from a town that has a population of 1,200 people to this. Yeah, it's insane. (laughs) This is a multicultural environment uh, with a diverse crowd, and people that have disabilities, that's included. And so Mm -hmm. I thought maybe I could find my own crowd in this. Uh, So with DSS, it was orientation day back in, I'd say, summer of 2016. I went over there and I talked to the faculty and I asked them, uh, what do I need to have my accommodations applied in the classroom? Mm -hmm. And what they do is they give you some paperwork to fill out uh, when you're a starting student or a transfer student. Mm -hmm. And then you have to have to get that process. Some, uh, people, depending on their disability, they may have vocational counselors Mm -hmm. that could fill them out for you. I had one, and I had to do a lot of errand boy uh, runs. I had to take, (laughs) I had to drive all the way to Talladega. Wow. And then bring him the paper version of the accommodation paperwork. Mm -hmm. Then he had to sign up, sign off on it. Then a couple weeks later, as I'm adjusting to school, I have to go back to Talladega, <laughs> take the paper, and take it back to um, my director. And here's the funny part. <laughs> my director told me that I didn't have to bring a printed version. I just had to exchange emails <laughs> with my director. Yeah. And then they could have, you know, uh 
and interaction together. But of course, I had to be in the middle because with DSS, when it comes to the student, it's all about uh, confidentiality. Right. And it's one of those things, one of those legal cases, uh, say if you're a lawyer or a doctor and your client is uh, under their care, under their representation, Mm -hmm. that's what the director of DSS has to go through. Everything has to go through me, be approved by me, and I have to accept if she wants to exchange information about myself with others, even if they're government officials. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but even with that, I love that you're so open about it. You know, you have a YouTube channel, um, you know, that we were talking about before the show. Um, So if you could, you know, you could just talk about that a little bit, um, how you came to this idea that, you know, oh, I want to start a YouTube channel. (laughs) Well, I'm... I feel very honored that you brought that up because um, my YouTube channel that you mentioned, uh, it's for all you, uh, I was about to say viewers, (laughs) 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 this isn't TV, (laughs) for all you listeners out there, uh, I run a YouTube channel called Bronze Over Brains, B-R-O-N-S Over Brains. That is a play on the first half of my name, Bronson, and it's also a metaphorical figure of speech for like b-r-a-w-n-s strength over brains bronze over brains Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and anyway the idea of that channel came i'd say about yeah almost two years ago i started Mm -hmm. that channel in april of 2019 right when it was autism awareness month Oh, oh wow right and I was taking a creative writing class, and one of my final projects was to write a poem based on how we see the world. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote this uh, poem called Life of a Puzzle Piece. Oh, wow. And as you know, the puzzle piece, that's the symbol of autism. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I read it to the class, and then I posted it on social media come to find that it was so like acclaimed on social media that I heard one of the congressmen of Alabama and DC got it and wow. and I couldn't believe it myself like I really could not yeah no so what I did was if a poem that I wrote could reach people as far as across the country Maybe I should take this into perspective and keep reaching out to people using my voice rather than my writing. Mm-hmm. Then I thought, how can I do that? What is there out there today that you could use to speak and have your face shown? And then all of a sudden, the answer came to me that night while I was on my phone and watching YouTube vlogs. And I was like, <laughs> well, duh. <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. I could start a channel. Yeah. And so when I started my first vlog, it was completely unedited. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I did not know how to work <laughs> software on how to edit uh, the awkward parts out. That's only for the first video. Mm-hmm. And so after that, a lot of people liked it. Yeah. They, they liked the idea that I opened up to myself and uh, opened up to other people about myself. Mm-hmm. 
and ever since uh, April of 2019, I've been I've made over 60 vlogs to wow. spread autism awareness and overcoming challenges, traveling around the country. Anything I think that could be worth showing to one person who hasn't done it. Yeah, I love that. That that is so great. So guys, make sure you check it out after you're finished with this episode. It's Bronze Over Brain. B R O N S over brains. Go check them out on YouTube. And before we continue with this interview, guys, we want to take a quick break um, to hear from our sponsors. Is life giving you a few too many lemons lately? Maybe your glass is feeling a little half empty or you're just not quite together. Give you and your mind a break with Headspace. Headspace is a global leader in mindfulness and meditation through its app and online content offerings. They believe that mindfulness should encompass every aspect of life, not just when you're sitting to meditate. Start feeling better in minutes with friendly experts to help make it happen so you can discover a happier and less stressed time. Try Headspace for yourself with their free basics pack. It will teach you the essentials of meditation and mindfulness. If you enjoy it, then it's time to subscribe. Once you do, you'll have access to hundreds of guided meditations. There are bite-sized minis for when you're short on time, singles to add some extra mindfulness to your day, and hundreds of sessions for everything from stress to sleep. And each meditation is supported by animations exclusive to the Headspace app designed to help guide you on your meditation journey. No matter how many lemons you get today, your next meditation is made simple right now for free. Search Headspace in your app store today. Welcome back from the break, guys. Now, Taylor, you had a question for Bronson? Yes. Uh, we invited you to do this interview because we saw all the media attention you were receiving from Good Morning America, um, the Chanticleer, which is JSU's uh, newspaper. And I just wanted to know, was it overwhelming to receive all of that um, feature stories done for you? Or was it been a positive experience? Or can you explain that? In both ways, yes. It was overwhelmingly positive. Mm -hmm. I once again ha reached a point in my life when something this big happened and I didn't know it could and uh, Good Morning America that's one that's gonna be one of the biggest uh, trademark stories I'm gonna write in my biography <laughs> or my autobiography are you working on autobiography Oh, I'm I'm in the early stages for it now, but I'm 23 years old, and that's <laughs> still a little early to oh, ride yeah. all the way through. Yeah. yeah. So uh, the way uh, Good Morning America reached out to me was one day I joined some autism support groups on Facebook. I introduced myself briefly, and then all of a sudden I let my writing skills get the best of me. <laughs> I wrote my life story in a very brief essay format <laughs> not very long but I posted it and then uh, there was a page called some good news that shared it and later I found out that that page uh, was followed by an executive producer a digital producer of Good Morning America wow. and then one day I get an email from her not long after Some Good News published that uh, post. And so she told me, so we have seen your post and we would like to get an interview with you. Would you like to be featured on Good Morning America, Mr. Layton? And I thought, 
oh my god <laughs> wow somebody wake me up right now <laughs> yeah i would have thought it was like a scam or something like no way they're emailing me that's awesome whoa I, uh, do you think i said yes in that moment though <laughs> i told him i needed a day to think about it oh, <gasps> no <laughs> you told them oh my goodness it was like the nurse sitting in <laughs> Oh, yeah, reality was kicking me, like, hard in my frontal lobe. (laughs) (laughs) I had to talk to my parents about it because if the attention came to me, they would get some attention, Mm -hmm. and then our whole town would flip upside down. Yeah. So they told – after I said uh, just simply, Mom, Dad, Good Morning America contacted me. Do you think I should do it? My dad instantly stood up and he said, yes, do it. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. And so I did it. It, The process with the interview was a bit bit challenging for me because I had to adjust, like, my camera angles on my computer. Mm -hmm. But thanks to my vlogging skills by that point, I didn't feel like scared about it good yeah yeah I watched the interview last night um to get prepared to meet you today and it was really really good I I loved that interview it was so awesome um and the pictures that they had playing over while you were talking I was like wow this is this is great you guys definitely need to check it out if you go on YouTube type in good morning America Bronson Layton it'll pop up and you should just watch it um let's see okay i got it sorry okay yeah. no, no, if no, you no, don't no. mind just getting that little bit out yeah, I'll go okay keep, keep um let's see so bronson what would you say is the biggest challenge that you have had to overcome and how you overcame it Ooh. i know it's a very big question <laughs> now that is an interesting question <laughs> Um, the biggest challenge for me so far, I'd still say it would be adjusting to college life because it's not just JSU. I have never before college like met a diverse group of people. Uh, like when I was in high school, there were very few people, very few students who had disabilities like me. Everybody else seemed, quote, normal mm-hmm. yeah but how do you define normal yeah right? yeah and so when i started uh jsu it was the very same thing as me stepping out into the real world mm-hmm. i had no idea about you know the political side of it uh different uh cultures uh that sort of thing mm-hmm. and what really helped me overcome that challenge was I joined the Marching Southerners, mm-hmm. and that really got me a hands-on experience with meeting new people. And the marching itself, you've seen those shows. Yes. They're yeah. the best. <laughs> that is what really boosted my confidence. Mm-hmm. Talking to people, marching in front of a, like, whoa, like, I'm going to say at least 10,000 people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, to this day, ever since I started College Life, I have not hesitated to go out of the state, to go out of the country. Yes, I I actually went to Italy with the Southerners. I remember that. Wow. That was like the 
biggest challenge to come out of uh, culture shock was to leave the country, but I am so glad it happened. Mm -hmm. And now, after that, marching in the Southerners, Good Morning America, and doing interviews like this one, I'm just a completely different person now. And I, I wish I could tell my younger self something like something profound, something that younger people who might be listening to this uh, interview could look up to. Oh, yeah, for sure. Well, you you definitely inspire me, and I look up to you, even just meeting you and hearing about you just today. It's it's amazing. I just have a constant smile on my face hearing about your story. It's You're doing awesome. Like, it's so inspiring. I'm, I'm just so happy. <laughs> um, let's see. So, I know I don't I d okay I don't have autism I don't know too much about it I just know the general aspect of it um, but for other people like me that might not know too much about it is there anything that you want people like me or the people listening to know about autism the biggest thing I can tell you about autism is that it's just a word a diagnosis. Mm -hmm. We don't let a diagnosis define who we are. Yeah. It's what we do with our gifts that matters the most. Yeah. Absolutely. Whether you have autism or you're not autistic, whatever, however you think, whatever your interests are, you can create something good out of it and it will make an impact on the world whether you see it or not. Because mm -hmm. It's all about character. It's about uh, reaching out. You want to make a change in the world, then you have to think to yourself, you have to be the change. Mm. If nobody mm -hmm. else can do it, why don't you step up to the plate and try it? Right, that's good. Yeah, that that's definitely a wake up call to me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know about you guys, but yeah, for sure. Wow, I just, I love that so much. You know, you just, you know, get diagnosed with something and you're like, okay, and well, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna go be great. I'm gonna use this as a stepping stone to accomplish so much and you're gonna accomplish so much more in your life. I, I can't wait to follow your journey and see on your YouTube channel how big you grow because you definitely, everyone needs to hear about your story and everything that you're doing because it is, it is awesome. <laughs> I blush. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Okay. Um, let's start. Oh, keep talking. Keep going. Okay, sorry. You're fine. Um, okay, fun question. Take a break from the seriousness. Who is your role model? Anybody that you could choose and why? Ooh. Well, um, this is going to be a bit uh, sad because my role model was Robin Williams. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. During my childhood, I always looked up to him because... He always knew how to make people laugh, but, you know, when when we get older and we know uh, about in the real world, people face these challenges, there's more to them than, than you know, behind the mask. Right. I, I knew about what he was facing, uh, depression and all that, and that's that's just sad. After I found out about his death, I couldn't leave my bedroom for a week. Oh, because wow. he 
he always made people laugh. He was an icon of comedy. Yes. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, I'm just saying, I've heard some people, very few people, look me in the face and say, you remind us of a younger version of him. Oh, wow. <laughs> I took that to heart, and in recent times, I'm starting to wonder if they're right, because we we have our smiles to the public, mm-hmm. but there's things in our lives that we do overcome some severe challenges that, you know, these challenges, we face them like everyday people. Right. Mm-hmm. We've got to find our own way to cope with them. But I just wish that he was still alive. And, but, you know, the memory of him is what inspires me to keep being the best version of myself I can mm-hmm. be. Yeah, his legacy still lives on. Exactly like you were saying, it's it's what you can do and put into the world. You know, all of his old movies, um, they're just they're going to be remembered forever. He he was great. Um, and like you were saying about how we have our smiles to the world, that's kind of what we wanted to make this episode about. Is comparison is so easy on social media and in real life because people bring the best to the world and kind of shove the um, struggles and the bad parts of it to where no one else can see it. So it makes comparison so easy when you're seeing the best about other people. But, you know, we just have to remember that we all have struggles. But as a great example, Bronson, you know, <laughs> we can always overcome it and make something of ourselves. So that that is truly inspiring. <laughs> I'm Destiny. I'm Taylor. I'm Alex. And I'm Bronson. And, and this, this has been, been your wake-up wake up call. call.